0: Everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about too much too soon. So, on this podcast, you've heard me talk a lot about overwatering the plant, and today's episode is really interesting because a listener of the show came on and she shared that she is in this new relationship where they're exclusive, and he is overwatering the plant, and so. I'm going to talk about how to handle that from that perspective. However, it's also really useful to you if you listen to it from a different perspective in the sense that you get to see what someone else's experience is when you're overwatering the plant. So, whether you're on the receiving end of somebody else who's overwatering or you're the one who typically overwaters the plant, this podcast episode will be really useful for you because Many of us have fears about space and giving the other person space because we worry about maybe somebody else swooping in there or that the person will forget about us or that they will create a life without us with that space. And so this episode is just really good from many different angles. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. This is an eight-page guide with the eight most common situations in the early stages of dating where men are pulling away or acting flaky and exactly what you can say and communicate to navigate those situations. So if you're interested in that, there's going to be a link in the show notes where you can download it or you can also go to my website which is ambergrubenman.com. If you're interested in learning about one-on-one coaching with me, we can set up a free 30-minute call, and in that call, we're going to uncover your top three dating blind spots, and this is really important because many women spend years trying to solve the wrong problem. So you might be trying to lose weight to be more attractive for men, or you're trying to find the perfect text or overthinking every little thing because That's you trying to find the solution to the wrong problem and so in our call we can uncover your unique three obstacles to creating the love life that you want so that you don't waste any more time trying to solve the wrong problems. We're also going to create your vision for your dating life and outline the steps that you need to take to get there. So if you want to do this call there's going to be a direct link for scheduling this call in the show notes of the podcast. All right, let's get into the episode.
1: Um, I was actually uh, in Asia for a few months. And when the whole COVID-19 started, I came back to South Africa. So I came back in February and we were still going out and doing our thing because the COVID didn't come to South Africa till like March. So we were going out and I met this guy. And I knew him from school or like I knew about him and he knew, you know, who I was and we immediately hit it off and there was like an instant connection Um, so he's really like a great guy you know and we met one night and literally like two days afterwards they announced that South Africa is going on lockdown so now we're like how are we going to start dating because we're not allowed to go out because South Africa has like the strictest lockdown in the world like we can't even go outside our houses we're not allowed to exercise we don't have fast food restaurants, nothing, so I was sort of, like, forced to go to his house, and I I don't usually do it so soon in a relationship, I mean, you do actually, you don't want to go to a guy's house on the first date, so, (laughs) yeah, so we started dating, and I basically went to his house, because now we couldn't go anywhere else, and we spent a lot of time together, like, I'm sure you can imagine, like, This is all you do the whole day. We just like play games and watch movies and, you know, whatever. And we actually got really close. And in two weeks time, he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was like, wow, this is so, you know, it's strange to me because usually a guy doesn't commit that fast. Like it's the first time it's happened to me. And I said, okay, fine. You know, we're spending all this time together. And in another two weeks time, he told me he loved me. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm, like, I don't know if I need to run away or, like, embrace it. Because he's really, really a sweet guy. He literally does everything for me. Um, I mean, he he brings me breakfast in bed. Like, he gives me his, his phone. He's got nothing to hide. So, he met my mom. And I actually went back to my mom's house every few days. But after he met her... He also came with me to my mom's house. And then I didn't have any time alone, like no time at all. And I think it was about seven weeks now into the, lock, into the lockdown this week. I just woke up one morning and I was like, my neck is sore. Like, I feel I've got this crazy anxiety going on. And I don't know why. And then I realized when you like try to touch me, I feel like I'm annoyed. I don't know mm-hmm. why. But nothing specifically happened, and he's really, really a good, good guy. He's crazy about me, and it's the first time in my life that I actually experienced this kind of love from someone. So now I'm like, why am I so annoyed? He's doing everything for me. We're spending all the time together. Maybe I need space, so I go back to my mom's house. But it still didn't really go away. And now he's sort of like forcing me for answers like why are you pulling away what have I done are you going to leave me he actually is so emotional about it and I'm like no I'm just spending time with my mom um, I'm helping her with some stuff at the house or the day before yesterday I told him I'm sick because I just do not want to go to his house and I'm like why why am I doing this I don't understand and I, I think it feels like I'm sabotaging my own relationship and he even asked me he's like is this the first time that someone has actually cared for you? Like, have you ever received this love? Is that why you're scared? And I said to him, maybe it's just everything is a bit overwhelming to me. Um, But I don't want to lose him. Like, I'm trying to think of ways to make it right and to, like, maybe heal parts of myself or maybe just spend some time apart. Maybe it's, like, an introvert, extrovert thing. Not sure. So, yeah, that's why I actually reached out to you.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, I'm just going to relate with my own story quickly, um, so that you can kind of see that I know where you're coming from. So um, many moons ago, I was starting out a relationship with somebody we were dating, and then we got into a relationship, maybe like within a month. And I was staying over a lot, and we were hanging out a lot, and then on the weekends and spending so much time And I'm just naturally an introverted person as well. And so Uh I noticed that I kind of felt annoyed and felt that feeling of like, I don't want to talk to you, Um, even though there's nothing wrong with you. And then one night we went out and I kind of clarified that for myself and I had a talk with him. I was like, hey, you know, I noticed we've been spending like every day together and I really like hanging out with you. However, I also noticed that I kind of need my space and need some time for myself as well. And he was completely distraught. He was like, yeah. what? Um, and it was really threatening to him because in his mind, space meant like, oh, okay, so it's the beginning of the end. Yeah. Like we're that's breaking what you up.
1: Also asked me, ask me that. He's like, is this you leaving me? like no it's not yeah
0: and so then he was like super um yeah just distraught like really upset like basically thought we were breaking up and i was really confused yeah. cuz i was just saying like i want to see you every other day <laughs> like not every day and yeah. we got in the car and he um ran a red light by accident because he was so distracted and like overwhelmed by what our conversation brought up for him. Um, And so we had to have many conversations about space, and we ended up being in a relationship for um, a few years, and I actually created a video on YouTube called Introvert-Extrovert Relationships or something like that, where I talk about how we worked that out in our relationship where he was extremely extroverted and yeah. could hang out all the time and it was no problem for him. and I'm yeah. very introverted. And just in general, in any relationship, whether you're introverted, extroverted or whatever combination, there needs to be independence as well as union and connection. And yeah. it's up to each couple to figure out what feels right for both of them. Um, however, a lot of people, both in dating or once in a relationship, they, fear the independence part because they have like separation anxiety. They think if you're being independent, you're creating things in your life separate from the relationship. That means you don't want the relationship or you need the relationship less. And a lot of, and it's totally okay that that's coming up for him. I think uh, the biggest thing for you two is just going to be communicating and, and kind of shifting the paradigm also for him that, space is good for you both. And it's not about you being scared or not being able to accept all of his love that he has for you. It's oh. about sustaining the connection over the long term. So it's yeah. a marathon, not a sprint. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and so um it sounds like right now, there might just be like a lot that comes up for him based on his own experience. However, it also sounds like, It hasn't really been communicated to him in a way where he, like, really understands. Like, it's different to say, like, no, I just want to hang out with my mom versus it's really important to me in a relationship to have a balance of the connection and the space. Like, I really, like, I need the space in order to be able to make room for the connection that we have.
1: All right. I need to remember that because I really want to tell him those exact words.
0: <laughs> yeah. So one thing, I don't know how long you've been listening to the podcast, but I talk a lot about it in dating is yeah. like the
1: overwatering of the plant. Yes. I've heard that. Right. I thought and so that I was doing that and I was like, okay, I need to fix it.
0: Yeah. And so that's a really helpful metaphor that a lot of people are able to kind of wrap their mind around like, oh, of course the plant needs space. Um, So that might be something good to share with him as well. Like I see our relationship as this little seed that we planted and it's growing and I want to continue it. Like it feels amazing to me so far. And I also know if we're like always watering the plant and never giving it any space or allowing it to breathe. Yeah. Then it's going to drown. It's like too much of a good thing. And so like, that helps people understand more the balance between the connection and the space that allows a relationship to flourish.
1: Yeah. That is, that is the perfect example. It's hard because I mean, if you get into a new relationship, you just, you want to water the plant because I think it's so normal to do that. And then one day you sort of wake up and it's like, gosh, a lot of water.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and also understanding that there's like the needs of the relationship which is loving connection uh, sorry uh, bonding connection and loving space so those two polar opposites but then there's also your need as a human which is connection like with others but like union with others whether it's a community friendships relationship and then you also need Independence and to be your own person and to have your yeah. own thoughts and reflection and space and time. And when either one of those are not balanced, like we don't have enough independence or we don't have enough connection, then we end up not feeling good in our lives yeah. because we need both of them.
1: I, I definitely understand that. And I think also because of the time that we are living in, we're not really able to connect with a lot of people because you're not really allowed to go out and see people so I think that's also a factor Mm -hmm. but yeah it totally makes sense and I could you can literally feel yourself tensing up because that's what happened
0: yeah and another thing also for you to notice and to discuss with him is that your time apart from him won't feel nourishing to you if you feel guilty So that's
1: really, really important.
0: Yeah, because even if you take space, if you know the entire time the person's going to be kind of annoyed with you after, or finding you, yeah, or like needing to have a discussion about like why you're not hanging out with them, then Mm. the entire time you're still carrying them with you in your space, and so it doesn't actually recharge you. It's as if you never really took space,
1: because you're just like
0: counting down the time until you're hanging out with them again, but you never really got to be on your own.
1: Yeah. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. So that's another thing that will be important for you to talk to him about is uh-huh. um, like, not only do we both want to have like time apart to be able to invest in our own lives, which brings more to the relationship then, because we have these experiences that we can talk about and share with each other Um, It also gives us an opportunity to miss each other, but it's really important for me to feel like that's okay and that you're okay, like, on your own as well, and that I don't have to feel guilty or, like, um, feel like you're going to be upset with me when we do connect again. I want to feel like I can safely and comfortably have my independence and then come back to this safe and loving connection.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something I haven't thought about because the moment I leave, I feel so guilty and it's like he calls and stuff. So if I just explain that, then it will immediately make a difference. I think. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: also, like again, you want to have some patience for people and what they're coming with from their past and like what they've learned about relationships. So it might be new for him. And there are some things that you can do to make it easier one is just educating him <laughs> yeah, yeah about like the plants and that kind of thing and kind of sharing with him like yeah and then like when I'm without you I have this feeling like I miss you and it makes me even more excited to spend time with you again yeah and kind of being gentle with him as well so it's not like I need my independence yeah. like, back off <laughs>
1: Okay. No, I, I, I'm getting, I'm getting the, the whole thought process behind it. So I need to like educate and then I'm going to take it from there, but I'm sure it will be fine then.
0: Mm-hmm. And also like bigger picture, if this is something that is like too far out there for him where he just can't get on board and he's not willing to like expand his paradigm to include Mm. space in relationships long term this won't work yeah so you want to give some patience and time for these kinds of things to adjust but if it's something that he like just is like a no and he's unwilling to look at it or change it or make space for that then um that will become a codependent relationship
1: yeah definitely I'm, 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 I'm a bit scared for that kind of relationship. So yeah, really don't want that.
0: Yeah. And have you, um, do you either one of you read books or are you interested in learning more and kind of exploring relationships and what you can learn about them?
1: I, I am, I, I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts, but it, it, it seems to me like he is not in tune with that at all. And he doesn't even know that he needs it, but I think I'm gonna like lead him into it slowly, and then hopefully he will want to also do that.
0: yeah, well, he doesn't have to like everybody has a different way of growing and learning. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that he listens to the women's dating and confidence podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, like being some people are open to growing and learning in a relationship in a different way, like, through communication with you, through maybe therapy or coaching or podcasts or books or just talking to friends or wise elders. So there's different ways that we can show that we're willing to grow in a relationship. Mm. Um, It doesn't have to be like he's into the personal development. However, for you, you might be interested in a book called uh, Conscious, what is it called? Conscious Loving, The Journey to Co-Commitment. and it's by um, Gay and Kathy Hendricks they're a couple and they talk a lot about that need for both the connection and a lot of time for space a lot of time for independence Mm -hmm. and honoring both of those needs because individuals have both of those needs yeah yeah and I really love the term they use so in that book they're talking about how to not have codependent relationships, but co-committed. So you can both be deeply committed in a relationship without being codependent, like you don't have any independence on your own or can't stand on your own two feet.
1: Yeah, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I'm definitely going to read on that because this sort of reminds me, I, I can see some traits he's displaying that's going into this direction. So it's either gonna go, you know, forward in the right way or it's gonna continue with it and it's not gonna work. But I am gonna try, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. This isn't like a, oh my gosh, like he's uncomfortable, end it now, like there's so yeah. much potential for both people to grow. Exactly. And yeah, it can, it can turn into something great potentially if both people yeah. are willing to show up and grow.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely. Well, thanks for the book. I'm, I'm definitely going to read that. And I did learn one or two things for sure. And okay. even though I did listen to your podcast, it, it, it's different when you actually speak to someone. So it's really cool. Yeah. Awesome.
0: And do you have any other questions about this today?
1: No, I think that definitely answered all of them. Okay, sure. awesome. All right. Thank you so much Amber, I really appreciate it.